Welcome to Spread the Word Now. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of the Lord. The Lord Jesus declares, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. It is my earnest prayer that as you receive the ever-living word, the brokenhearted will be healed, there'll be liberty to the oppressed, recovery of sight to the spiritually blind, in the name of the Lord Jesus. I pray that the words you hear will not be persuasive words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power, so that your faith will not be in the wisdom of man, but in the power of God. Hello, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, I'm so blessed to be with us today. Thank you for tuning in. My name is uh, my name is Kenny, and I thank God for the set man over this ministry, Pastor Joe, and all the pillars of this ministry. God bless you. I have a word in my spirit that God laid in my heart today to share with us, and it's it, it's the story of Isaac. I chose to entitle this word "When God Asks for Too Much or Not." When God asks for too much or not. You can also call it a charge, a charge to give up your Isaac. Some of you Bible students already know where we're going to with this. It's the book of Genesis chapter 22. It's the story of Abraham. The story of Abraham, the father of faith, the patriarch, one of the patriarchs of the gospel that we are so grateful for today. I read a few verses and then we're going to talk a little bit. Then the book of Genesis chapter 22 verse 1, the word of God says, sometime later God tested Abraham. He said to Abraham, Abraham, Abraham replied, here am I. And then God said, take your son, your only son, who you love, Isaac, and go to the region of Moriah. Sacrifice him there as a burnt offering on a mountain I will show you. That is a that is a scary message to receive from God. Verse 3. Early the next morning, Abraham got up, loaded his donkey. He took with him two of his servants and his son Isaac. When he had cut enough wood for the burnt offering, he set out for the place God had told him about. On the third day, Abraham looked up and saw the place in the distance, and he said to his servants, Stay here with the donkey while I and the boy go over there. We will worship and we will come back to you. I just want to pause at this point. It's an introduction to a story of a man who was walking with God and had walked with God and had the testimony of hearing from God. Maybe you're listening to us today and that is your testimony. You have heard from God. You've walked with God. You have a, a testimony with God. There is a, an account. You have a history with God. Abraham at this time in his life had a history with God. The Bible says in the book of Genesis chapter 12, the call of Abraham as he was known back then, God called him at the age of 75 years to call him out of the awe of the Chaldeans and told him, go to a place that I'll send you for you and your descendants. And Abraham at the time, he was known as Abraham. He obeyed and started going. The writer in the book of Hebrews said that Abraham was going and looking for a city whose foundation was God, whose maker 
and foundation was God. That was what he, the, the writer of the book of Hebrews said about Abraham's journey. That Abraham set out not knowing where he was going. All he knew was that I'm going to a place where the foundation was God. So we're joining Abraham when he's over 100 years old. So he has now had the testimony of walking with God. He now has a history with God. In fact, this is like almost 30 years after God first called him at the age of 75. How do we do that calculation in Bible data? We know that Abraham was called at 75 years of age. We know that Abraham had Isaac. Isaac was born when Abraham was 100 years old. So already we know that's 25 years after God called him, he had Isaac. And we know that at the time that Isaac was sacrificed, at the time of this encounter, the Bible records that, that Isaac was yet a boy. So let's assume Isaac was maybe 12, 11 years old, as some theologians will believe. That means easily that was 35, 36, 37 years after God first called Abraham. So we see a man that has walked diligently with God. Remember, through this, he has had to fight a war. He had had to intercede for his nephew. He has he's had, he has stories with God. He can sit you down and tell you, I know God. I've walked with him. See how he delivered me. See how he blessed me. See how he gave me the promise. You know, it's one thing to, to be believing God for something. It's another thing to receive that promise. I have a pastor that I love, Pastor Jacob, and he shared a word one day. He said a phrase that when you are yet believing God, what you're doing is obedience. But when you have the promise and you still lay it down, that's what we call sacrifice. I love that phrase so much. Now, Abraham, at this point in his journey, he gets a word from God. Remember, he already knows the voice of God. So he wasn't saying this was a devil from the pit of hell. And maybe you're listening to us today and you have the testimony of Jesus. You have a testimony. You have an account with God. You have a history with God. You've gone on a journey with him. And here you are and God asks you for the greatest sacrifice you've ever given to him. And it's amazing how God said it to Abraham. He told Abraham, take your son, your only son the one you love. See the levels that God went to identify Isaac before the eyes of Abraham so that Abraham would not think as a servant, so that Abraham would not make the mistake of thinking it was Ishmael. God broke it down and said, take your son. That included Ishmael. But now God went ahead and said, the one you love, that may or may not have included Ishmael. And they said, your only son. You see, there were levels. This was the depth of his relationship with the gift he was about to give God. There was a depth he had with Isaac that he didn't have with Ishmael. Maybe some of you have received a blessing that is like Ishmael. And you know you can give it up quite quickly. That's not a sacrifice. There is one that God knows is closest to your heart. And God is asking, now that I'm sharing this with you, this is a journey that I'm literally walking through right now in my life. So the question I ask is the question I asked some young people that I had the pleasure of being with some time ago. I asked them, what is the greatest commodity on this side of eternity? And a lot of them quite rightly said money. Some of them said possessions and they, they have a point. But you know what I've discovered? The greatest commodity in this side of eternity is time. So when we're talking about giving up Isaac, it might not necessarily be property. It may be property, but it doesn't have to be. It might not even be something physical. It could be something that you cannot quantify in terms of physicality, but it still has value. It could be your career. 
It could be your job. It could be your place of work. It, it could be your house. It could be a relationship that is not of God, that God is asking you to give up. You see, there's something about God. There's several ways you can relate with God. Number one, you can relate with God emotionally. You can choose that you're going to be emotional with God. Look at the parable of the sower. You talk about the various dimensions of, of the ground in which the seeds were thrown on. There was one that the seed was thrown on. Jesus was telling the par talking about a parable. I see that the, they, they received it with joy, but all of a sudden they were choked. So you can relate emotionally with God. You, you receive the word of God with joy, but you don't have foundation. So you're, you're up today, down tomorrow. You don't want to be like that, but you find yourself in that state. That's one way of relating with God. Another way of relating with God, you can just relate with God based on principles, based on logic. There's nothing wrong with logic or principles. That's fine. A lot of companies that don't testify of Jesus actually use the principles of the word and some of them are prospering today because the power of God will still back up his principles. But do you know the greatest way that God relates with us is by covenant. God is a covenant keeping God. You see, God came to test Abraham. There is something about a test that sets you up for the next season of your life. You see, Ecclesiastes, the preacher in Ecclesiastes says, for everything there's a time, there's a time and season for every activity, for every purpose there's a time. This life is in times and seasons. Understanding the season you're in is critical if you're going to succeed. The Bible talks about in the book of Chronicles about the men of Issachar who had an understanding of the times that knew what Israel ought to do. You see, there is something, a dimension of God that you and I are not going to be able to see until we are willing to give up whatsoever Isaac may represent in our lives. How do I say this? Let me prove this to you by the word of God. The same word of Genesis chapter 22 verse 14. So Abraham Abraham called that place the Lord would provide. You see, Abraham knew many names for God, but until he sacrificed Isaac, he didn't know him as Jehovah Jireh. That was a revelation, a dimension of God that God exposed him to by virtue of his sacrifice. So you want to go deeper in God? You want to go to the next phase of, of your life, this phase of your ministry, next phase of your business? There is a sacrifice. There is a seed. There is something you have to give up to go to that next level. Maybe you're a mother listening to this and you're believing God for your kids. There is an Isaac you're supposed to give up to go to the next level. It, your Isaac doesn't have to be money. Please, I, I want to emphasize this because a lot of people hear about Isaac and they think about money only. No, 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 no. I've just proven to you that the greatest commodity is time. Maybe all what God wants from you is every day he wants you to dedicate two hours just praying and worshiping with him. He just wants you to spend time with him. That could be your sacrifice. But whatever it is, do it because that's the next phase of your life. And see what God told him now. The angel of the Lord, verse 15 said, the angel of the Lord called Abraham from heaven a second time. So this was the second time I was speaking to him. He said, I swear by myself, declares the Lord, that because you have done this and you have not withheld your son, your only son, I will surely bless you. I will make your descendants numerous as the stars in the sky and the sand on the seashore. Your descendants 
will take possession of the cities of their enemies and through your offspring all the nations of the earth will be blessed because you have obeyed me. There is a blessing of obedience that is available to you. It's available to me. And I want to wrap it up with this. God will never ask you to do something that he hasn't done before. God will never ask you to do something that he, he will not show you his example of doing it. So when God told Abraham to sacrifice Isaac, when God is telling you today to make a sacrifice, you know God has already given up his own Isaac. Do you know that? John 3 verse 16, we know that scripture. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever will believe in him will not perish, but have everlasting life. God has already given up his own Isaac. His name is Jesus. He gave up Jesus for you and for me. So what is it God is nudging your heart to give up today? What is it God is let, asking you to let go of? God is telling you, let go of this because I want to bless you. I want to increase you. I live with one more scripture, the book of Mark chapter 10, verse 29 and 30. Truly, I tell you, Jesus replied, no one who has left home or brothers or sisters or mother or father or children or fields for me and the gospel will fail to receive a hundred times as much in this present age, homes, brothers, sisters, mothers, children, fields, and along with persecutions in the age to come, eternal life. You're guaranteed a blessing as you obey. Thank you so much for being with us today. I now welcome Pastor Joe. Friend, God called Abraham to give up Isaac. What about you? Are you willing to give up that which you're chasing? For God says in his word in Matthew 6.33, But seek ye first the kingdom, and every other thing shall be added. And I challenge you today to give up that Isaac, give up that thing that is the most important thing in your life and receive Christ Jesus into your heart. And I want to lead you in prayer. Dear Lord Jesus, I come to you now. I give up my sins. I give up my idolatry. I give up everything that stood in the way between you and me today. And I ask, O oh God, that I receive your son Jesus and his sacrifice on the cross from this day. My sins are forgiven. I'm born again. I'm a new creation. And I give you praise for it. In Jesus' name, amen. I'll give you, I'll send you some resources to help you in your walk with God. Contact us. The information will soon follow. God bless and bye for now. Amen. You've been listening to a message from Spread the Word Global Ministries Red Deer. If you'd like more information, you can contact us at info at spreadthewordglobalministries.org or info at spreadthewordnow.org or through our website at www.spreadthewordglobalministries.org. Our phone number is 587-377-7745. Thank you. Bye for now.